Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God. We encourage you always to share these studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, or other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can think of, because you know people in your life who need to turn their lives around from a spiritual perspective. They need to grow in their faith. They need to come to God. You may help somebody get to heaven by sharing these short studies with them every day. Make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to conclude our line of thought and study that we've been looking at over the last several days, asking the question, do you have a weight problem? Now, again, we've emphasized we're not talking about a physical weight problem, W-E-I-G-H-T. We're talking about a spiritual weight problem, W-A-I-T. Are you waiting to come to your Lord? Are you waiting to be obedient to God? Are you waiting to become a Christian? Are you putting off waiting to be baptized into Christ for the remission of your sins? Whole lot of people are. Whole lot of people are. Don't be one of those people any longer if that's where you're at. Do you have a weight problem? Well, we've talked about the Roman governor Felix, who was over the Apostle Paul when Paul was in his prison. We talked about how he called for Paul to teach him about Christ, about Christianity. He had had some knowledge about it. He wanted to hear more, learn more. And so Paul came. Well, he brought him before him, and he called his wife in, Drusilla, and so they sat there before Paul, and Paul had a Bible study with him. The text tells us in Acts chapter 24, verses 24 through 37, that Paul spoke to him about about righteousness and self-control and judgment to come. And that must have really struck a chord with Felix because the text says that he became afraid. Another translation says he trembled and he sent Paul away. He said, go away for now. When I have a more convenient time, I'll call for you. Well, the text goes on and talks about how Felix called for Paul numerous times. They apparently had a number of studies together. But we never see where Felix ever made up his mind to become a Christian, to obey what Paul was teaching him from God's word. He had a weight problem. We might call that procrastination, which is perpetually putting off something that you know needs to be done, that you need to take care of, but you keep making excuses to put it off and put it off and put it off, and you say you're going to get it done, but you may never get it done because you're procrastinating. Well, we talked about, you know, that why the reasons might have been for Felix's procrastination. We talked about how, well, maybe, maybe he was indecisive. Maybe just couldn't make up his mind. Maybe he was a perfectionist. He thought, I can't, I can't live that life. Or maybe I'm just afraid I can't live that life. Maybe he was afraid. Maybe that was another problem that led him to continually procrastinate and put off what Paul was teaching him he needed to do. Maybe he was rebellious, thinking that if I do this, if I become a Christian, well, that's admitting that I've been wrong. 
I'm letting him have satisfaction that I've been in error all this time. I'm not going to do that. I'm the governor. Well, we don't know. Maybe he was just plain lazy, just plain lazy. Didn't want to make that commitment. Whatever the reason for his weight problem, he waited. The scripture text indicates that we never see a record of his ever becoming a Christian. So we would probably assume that almost certainly he waited too long to his own self-destruction. Well, what's the cost of having a weight problem? When we think about a weight problem from a physical perspective, somebody who's overweight, maybe even obese, that can be expensive. It often brings expensive medical costs, maybe health issues, difficulty in getting around in some cases. Weight loss programs can be expensive, and healthy foods in some cases may be more expensive than fatty foods. So it can be expensive. But when we're talking about a weight problem from a spiritual perspective, a W-A-I-T problem, people who are waiting keep putting off, procrastinating over becoming a Christian, that problem is also expensive on a far greater scale than putting off getting into a regimen of losing physical weight so you can come back to a healthier status. Now, the weight problem from a spiritual perspective, W-A-I-T, that's is expensive too. It can cost your soul. He who is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster, Proverbs 18 and verse 9. Well, procrastination. What are the consequences? Well, it can be expensive from a spiritual perspective. It can cost you your soul, and there's nothing that is even remotely as valuable as your soul. Procrastination just simply wastes time, fritters away your time. I keep putting it off. I keep making excuses. Well, then you run out of time. Time is the world's most precious and irreplaceable commodity. Poor Richard's almanac recorded, Dost thou love life? Then do not squander time, for that is the stuff life is made of. Thomas Edison said, time is the most important thing in the world. Again, we emphasized the Apostle Paul Paul emphasized the importance of time in focusing on the immediate moment in 2 Corinthians 6 and verse 2. He said, now is the accepted time. He didn't even say today. He said, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. But when we keep putting it off, keep putting off doing what we know we ought to do, coming to God through Jesus Christ, coming to him in repentance, being baptized for the remission of our sins, becoming a Christian, we keep wasting the time that we have. And somebody might say, well, I've got plenty of time. I'm only 20 years old, or I'm only 35 years old, or I'm 50, but I've got plenty of time ahead of me. Really? I have spoken at funerals for virtually all ages, including little children. Procrastination wastes opportunities as well. Wastes opportunities. It's been said that Napoleon's loss in the battle at Waterloo was the result of 
three hours of wasted time. Three hours delay cost him the battle. In college, how many times do you hear of a student cramming to get a project done at the last minute or cramming, doing an all-nighter to study for an, an exam the next day? Why does he have to cram for whatever reason, for, or for whatever need, either getting the project done or getting ready for the, the exam? Because he put off preparing, doing the work ahead of time until the very last moment. And then he had to cram to get ready, if he could get ready at all. Cramming is unheard of in the agricultural world. Farmers don't cram. They can't delay planting crops in the spring and then hit the ground really hard in the fall. <laughs> no, too late, too late. Now they understand. We've got, they had to work, they had to act, they had to do their job in a timely fashion. Tomorrow is the realm of the unknown. Have we not all received a phone call telling us that somebody in our life passed away last night? or this morning, you see, tomorrow never came for them. Sudden, unexpected, shocking, but tomorrow is the realm of the unknown. Procrastination it kills enthusiasm. How can you be enthusiastic about something that you don't want to do that you keep putting off? Or you might say you want to do, but you don't, yeah, I've got time now. Things keep getting in the way. The number one killer of dreams is procrastination because the person does not put his hands to the plow, so to speak, to do the work to make sure that he can achieve whatever it is he wants to achieve, but he keeps putting off. Procrastination causes abilities to atrophy. Jesus taught us in effect, use it or lose it, Matthew chapter 25. We understand that as we don't use muscles, they become weaker and then disappear and even become atrophied if we don't exercise. Procrastination also leads to sins of idleness, 1 Timothy 5 and verse 13. You may have heard it said, the trouble with Mrs. Busybody is she just has too much spare time on her hands. Or, oh, if Mr. Tattler had more work to do and less time to talk, he'd be better off. Well, many men and women fill their days with too much useless things, leaving no time for God, his church, and their spiritual commitment and dedication. The clock of life is, is wound but once, and no man has the power to tell just once, uh, to tell just when the hand will stop at, at late or early hour. Now is the only time you own. Live, love, toil with a will. Place no faith in tomorrow, for then the hands may be still. What needs to be changed in your life? What should you be doing? What should you be paying attention to? Do you need to come to God through Jesus Christ? Do you need to be baptized into Christ for the remission of your sins, Acts 2 and verse 38? Do you need to come back to your Lord in repentance, seeking forgiveness 
as the prodigal son came back to his father after he recognized that he had wasted his living? Why are you waiting? Aren't you ready to get over your weight problem? Come to God. Come to your Lord. We'd like to help you. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. Churchofchrist.com. You can click on the email link and you can contact us that way. We'd be glad to hear from you. You can phone us at 402-498-8397. 402-498-8397. We'd love to talk with you, study with you, make the way for you to study if you want to do that on your own. We'd love to pray with you. But the ball is in your hands, so to speak. Put away your weight problem and do what you know you need to do. Let's pray. Father, help us to overcome our procrastination. Help us to put away our weight problem and to take the step forward we need to take to come to you, to be dedicated to you, to be faithful to you, Father. Please help us and guide us in this. Please, we pray. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.